0: The following podcast is a production of Ocean Media Enterprises. Welcome to The Squeeze, your thirst trap for Florida's political juice. These are the real stories behind the movers and shakers that are shaping Florida's future. I'm Marco Garan, your host here on The Squeeze, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miami-Dade County School Board member, Ms. Lucia Baez-Geller.
1: Hi, Marco. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me on this amazing digital platform, talking to the movers and shakers, the people who are actually... Making change and I'm really honored to be here and to meet all these fantastic people
0: You know, I don't use the word hero very lightly and Desmond Mead is a hero Time magazine named him one of the most influential people in the world I mean this is alongside the likes of Michelle Obama Lady Gaga just to kind of name drop a bit there Mm. and uh, you know his story is one of a man's whose courage and determination really has changed the lives of many people We are so excited to have him here on The Squeeze. You know, this platform, as I said, is to share inspirational stories, and this cannot be any more inspirational. This is it. Desmond Mead is the president of the Florida Rights Restoration Coalition, chair of the Floridians for a Fair Democracy, and a graduate of Florida International University College of Law. As a former homeless returning citizen, he fought to restore voting rights to approximately 1.4 million Floridians that's wow. amazing
1: wow and this is amazing he
0: also has a book that's yes. out it's called let my people vote welcome to the show sir marcos yeah hey
2: <laughs> thank you so much for having me where where were you born
0: you were you're, you're originally
2: from miami so i was actually let me tell you i was actually born in Saint Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands, right. Oh, okay. And my mother worked in Puerto Rico. I have uh, early childhood memories of walking up a hill in San Juan, Puerto Rico, right, to get my Malta, with oh. my mom, you know, <laughs> my cane juice. Nice. <laughs> oh, And listen, that's that that's my uh, uh, upbringing. And then I moved to Miami at a very young age, uh, and basically grew up in in South Florida. What what school did you go to? Yes. So I, I I'm a proud graduate of the Miami Edison okay, all oh, right. High School, beautiful. All right. the Red Raiders. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, and, and and amazing school. I I I love the the coaches, uh, the teachers that was there, and 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 we're still connected, uh, even to this day.
1: I want you to tell us a little bit about so you're the face behind the rights, uh, voting rights restoration movement, uh, which culminated in Amendment 4 ballot initiative, as everybody knows, and was ultimately and successfully passed Mm -hmm. by Florida voters. I know I was so excited about that. You had an army, let me tell you, You yet an army of people up and down the state. It was so impressive. Uh, But tell us. Where are we now? Where are we today with amendment 4 and what has been the most memorable part of this journey for you?
2: Wow, that's those that are loaded questions, right? <laughs> Where are we now? You know, <laughs> and, and I, I got to tell you, this is so uh, to me I think it's a very important piece. You know, a lot of people say that, you know, Desmond you're the face uh of the movement and and you know, I'm I'm a very humble person, but there's a piece of it that says more than just being the face it's being the soul of 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 the movement and and the reason why i was uh, i say the soul of the movement because i am directly impacted that i am that person who in spite of overcoming obstacles and graduating from law school in 2016 when my wife ran for office i couldn't even vote for
0: her Mm. right
2: in spite of the fact that folks all across the country was able to vote i was shut out of that system And, and and you're talking about a guy who uh, was homeless, who was addicted to crack cocaine, who was in prison and who was unemployed and found himself, found myself standing in front of railroad tracks right mm-hmm. there on 22nd Avenue, right? Awaiting on a train to come so I can jump in front of it, right? And just yes. end my life. From there, really while right. they're enrolling in Miami-Dade College, Wilson campus, or then going to Miami-Dade North, and then eventually, and, you know, and so when you talk about that journey, it's more than just a face to this movement. Yes. Man, there's some soul up in this good. movement. I love that. Because it represents people across the state of Florida who's made mistakes, right? And their desire is not to go back to prison. Their desire is not to commit a crime. Their desire is to, to participate in our democracy, to participate in our society, to be able to, to live the American dream, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what Amendment 4 was all about. It was about, yeah, we all fall short sometimes, we all make mistakes, but everybody deserves a second chance. America is a country of second chances. That's right. And that was what it was all about. And it resonated with people across political lines. But here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Those 5.1 million votes, they weren't based on hatred. Those votes wasn't based on fear, but rather those votes was based on love, forgiveness, and redemption. And so that night, we showed the state of Florida, we showed the country, we showed the world that love can, in fact, win the day, that we can move major social issues without having to tear each other down, without having to be fearful of each other, that we can do it in a way that can bring people together and lift up the humanity Right, of each other and lift it up above the political fray, lift it up above the implicit racial biases, and come to a sweet spot to where we know that there's much more that we have in common than we have that separates us. Wow. I'm ready to follow you.
0: Yeah.
1: Where, where do we go? Hey, listen, where do
2: we sign I, up? Yeah. Where do we I'm sign ready up? go? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Well, what can we do to contribute to this great work right now then?
2: That our website, www.FloridaRRC.com, right, is a website that you can go to and you can support, you can help um, uh, support our efforts because uh, I think you, uh, Lucia, you mentioned it, you know, we passed Amendment 4, but our Florida legislature, passed a, a law that mandates that people pay all of their outstanding legal financial obligations before their yes. sentence could be deemed complete, before they could actually be able to register the vote. And out of the 1.4 million, that impacted about 774,000
0: individuals,
2: right? People. And so now you have Floridians that are forced to choose between putting food on their kids' table, or voting, or paying their rent or mortgage, or yes. voting. And democracy, access to democracy, should be free and unencumbered, right? Yes. But then we also uh, launched a fundraiser, which we were actually able to raise almost $30 Wow!
1: Wow.
2: Right? Wow. Let me tell you. Wow. I could do one of these things here, right? Because yes. let me tell you, during COVID, Right. I don't think there's any other NGO or or, or nonprofit that was able to infuse over twenty seven million dollars into Florida's economy, paying off fines and fees, clearing a pathway for over forty four thousand people. But in the process of doing that, we were saving jobs and we were saving taxpayers dollars. Mm -hmm. Right. There were people that was going to get laid off in the court system. But for our infusion of such a significant amount of money, they were able to hold on to their jobs and they were able to feed their families,
0: right? I want to kind of ask a question that's going to be deep. It's a deep question. Kind (laughs) of going back to what you mentioned, the day that you were... I love deep questions. (laughs) (laughs) The day that you were at the train track Mm. and you said the train never came. So what was going on in your mind... What that you said, this is the moment or something has, you know, what has led to this moment where I now need to really just redirect
2: and change my life, man. Let me tell you, I didn't listen. I didn't know about the changing of the life type stuff until <laughs> after I no, yeah, seriously. Yeah. When I was at those railroad tracks, let me tell you the main thing that was going through my head. You ready? Yeah. How much pain I was going to feel when that train ran over my body, mm. whether I was going to die instantly or I had to go through moments of agonizing pain. That's what I was contemplating more than anything Mm. else, you know, And, and I knew that my mother and my father, they didn't raise me to be in that position, Yeah. but there I was and I was ready to end it. But when I crossed the tracks, I stopped and asked myself if I were to have died, how many people would have come to my funeral? And even in the best case scenario, the most I could come up with was four people. Mm. And maybe out of the four, maybe two would have shed a tear. And I questioned the significance of my life, the, the significance of the time that I spent on this planet. Listen, I have the ability to take that pain and that suffering and that low self-esteem that led me to the railroad tracks and, and, and put it together in such a way that it would help other people so they wouldn't have to go through the railroad tracks and I realized uh, eventually that all of the pain and suffering that I went through became worthwhile, right, if it was used to save one life, right? If it change. was used to yeah. impact one life. Man, listen, yeah. Yeah. I am like Mr. Gordo, right? Because, I mean, listen, we've impacted over 1.4 million. Yeah. Yeah. People like, so that, you know, I've more than met my quota, but I understand that when you look around and you see nature, the thing about nature is it takes a little and it gives a little and that my station in life, what I'm supposed to do is that no matter where I'm at, no matter what title I may or might not have, no matter how much money I may or might not have, that there's always someone worse off than me, hmm. right? That I can help, that there's always an opportunity to, to serve and that is that is shrouded in this four-letter word that is so powerful. That word is love. Mm. Love, yeah. You mentioned that in your book, yeah. Love. Yeah. How can I make my community, my state, a better place for for you, right? I mean, Lucia, Marco, I didn't even know you back then, but I was praying for you. Mm -hmm. I was praying that God gave Mm -hmm. me the strength and the stamina to do the work that will make Miami, make Dade County, make Florida, make the United States a better place for you to live, that you don't have to worry about people uh, chasing you or or discriminating against you because of where you're from or the color of your skin or how much money you make or even the fact uh, of your sexual identity or whether or not you've been in trouble before. Yeah. That it, regardless of all of those things, the one thing that remains a constant is that you a human being. Yeah. What would you say to five year old? Desmond
1: Mead.
2: Mm. <laughs> <You> no, <know>, listen. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing because this question has come up yeah. at least three times in a row oh, over really? the last five days. Ooh, oh, okay. Okay. this is a sign. Me that means something.
1: Yeah. It means Let me something. tell you.
2: All right, you ready for this? I tell folks that really, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. Right, because I realize now that everything that I went through was for a purpose. Right. Yes. I realized that oh, God chose me to actually take me through these things to prepare me for a moment such as this. Come on, man. We know in day kind of a lot of people like to be buff. You know, they like to walk around and show their muscles. Right. If you were not wearing your jacket, you probably have on a tight shirt showing your biceps and triceps. Right. But here's the deal. It's impossible to get stronger without experiencing some type of resistance. Right. In order to grow muscles, you have to tear it, right. Right? right? And the only way you can tear it is by experiencing a force of resistance. And so the things that I was forced to go through or that I had to go through only made me stronger. And so I wouldn't change a thing. But if I had to say something to that five-year-old, right? I would say, listen, I can't, I can't remember her name, but don't let that little girl break your heart, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you're going to love again, right? Yep. But then I would say though, that when when you're given a vision, right? When you realize what your vision is in life, remember to stay laser-focused on that in spite of the naysayers, right? In spite of, in it, spite yes. of the obstacles or the insurmountable odds. Then When we started Amendment 4, let me tell you, When I started talking about it, people told me I was crazy. It never happened. All of the experts said it. It's a controversial topic in a controversial state during a controversial time. There's no way it's going to happen. But look what happened on election night. And we ran that. Check this out now. We ran that campaign with no major opposition. None. That's unheard of. Right. And we won with love.
1: That's right. Well, let me tell you, you must have a lot of muscles as well because you're doing a lot of lifting people up, lifting people up. So you're very strong too. But so you're doing a lot of strong work. So now we want to just lighten your load sunshine. for a minute. Lighten the mood. We're going to lighten tranquilo, it up. Tranquilo,
2: tranquilo. Yeah. We're going to
1: lighten it up. We're going to, you know, bring a little music on here.
0: A little sunshine. sunshine of my life. All right, all little
1: right.
2: sunshine. A little sunshine.
1: We're we'll gonna
2: lighten it up. Yeah. In a little sunshine. Wait, where where we at now? Where we at? Where, where are we, where, at? Where's the
1: where yeah. we at? No! Uh, we got the TV one. I got a glow stick.
2: I'm oh,
1: keeping geez. it, Miami. I got a little glow stick for you. We're gonna lighten it up. Okay, so tell me. What activity in your life lightens up your mood? What do you like to do to get happy, to be filled with joy, aside from be with your family and all that?
2: Jet you... ski, jet Woo-hoo! ski. Let me tell you. All right. So, yeah, I was just, I was just yes. in Miami like the at the Blue Lagoon, oh. right? I was staying at one of the hotels there, and the first time I ever got on a jet ski was right there on Blue Lagoon, oh, and okay. I just knew that they were full of alligators and it was coming yeah. to get me when I fell off. But no. That, <laughs> Was it no. really? Listen, my, that Blue Lagoon story is in my book.
1: Oh, it's in my book. <laughs> tell us one of your favorite songs and then follow it up with a few lines. Give us a little something. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> oh, they putting you on the spot. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are putting me on the spot. So, I tell you what. Lose Yourself by Eminem, <laughs> right? Oh, that's and, a good and, one. And it Let's it, go. it, that's it, a good it one. barely nudged out um, uh, 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 um What's a Rick Ross? Every day we hustling, but lose yourself. It, it, when it starts, it talks about have you ever had an opportunity where everything you've ever wanted presented itself at that one moment, and you had this one opportunity one to opportunity. seize everything you've ever wanted? There you go. Would you grab it, seize it, or would you let it slip away? Yeah, you got to remember before Amendment Four, if you got convicted of a felony offense, you lost the right to vote for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Right. So Marco, yeah, remember yeah. when you were walking on the beach? Right. And you kicked that turtle nesting egg. That's a that's a <laughs> that's third a fel- degree felony mm. in Florida. Oh, I didn't know if that. you catch a lobster and the tail is too short. Third degree felony. A guy in, in Fort wow. Lauderdale for Valentine's Day, rather wow. than giving his girlfriend a dozen roses, he released 12 balloons in the air. That's a third degree felony wow. in Florida. Wow. Right. And if convicted, you lost the right to vote for life. Wow. for life and so for over a 150 years that's been the policy here in Florida and so when we when we had an opportunity to change it it was really literally a once in a lifetime opportunity and I'm so grateful that floridians across the state returning citizens across the state seized that opportunity and made amendment for a reality the inspiration let my people vote I'm thinking, Moses let my people yes. go. <laughs> yes. And 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 you hit you hit it you hit it on the head. You know at the end of the day, we knew that Florida was only one of four states in the country at the time who permanently disenfranchised American citizens. You're not going to find that in any other country out here, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, and, and 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 so when you looked at Florida by itself, Florida accounted for about a quarter of all the people in the country who was disenfranchised. Let me put it in perspective. We disenfranchise more people than the population of over 10 states and U.S. territories. We disenfranchise more people than the population of over 48 countries in the world. Because there is no more telling indicator of being an American than having the right to vote. Nothing speaks more to citizenship. And when you strip a citizen of that right, you relegate them to citizenship status and you hold them captive. And so, yeah, we were saying, Florida, you've got to let our people vote.
1: I love it. So now we have an audio book, but if, you know, or when they make a movie about this amendment Four, your life, who would play you, Mr. Mead? Oh, (laughs) so, oh, that...
2: (laughs) The, wait, tell it did here. Anyone put you up to ask no. me that question?
1: No. Why? <laughs> so, what do, is there an announcement? What's so, going yeah, so on? Let on me the tell squeeze? you. All nah, right. Let me tell you. What's the so juice? It's What's funny. the juice?
2: <laughs> it's funny because when I thought a movie star, the only person I thought about was Danzel Washington. All the women <laughs> love right. Danzel. Right. But listen, I, didn't, I th- listen. I didn't think I was a bad-looking guy, but. I didn't think I was Denzel Washington type of handsome. So they got me depressed. They're like, man, I can't even be the movie star. And I, I used to tell folks, thank God I didn't think about Forrest Whitaker because I know I got him beat. I'm way better looking than Forrest Whitaker, right? And yeah, of maybe course. I would have taken a career in, in acting or whatever. But I'll tell that story because when you ask who would play me, my wife said the perfect person would be Forrest Whitaker. Oh. Hey, everybody. My name is Desmond Mead. I am the executive director of Florida Rights Restoration Coalition. And you are watching The Squeeze.
0: Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel to check out our next episode on The Squeeze.